Welcome to Building an Effective Marriage Team Program with your hosts, Dr. Ralph Goffrey Jr. and Pastor Lenore Goffrey. This is a show that helps to equip kingdom marriages to be strong and successful. Sit back and relax and enjoy today's discussions. Hello, and thank you for listening to Building an Effective Marriage Team radio program hosted by Dr. Ralph Goffrey Jr. and... Pastor Lenore Godfrey. Hello. Hello. I am your host, Oris Ridley. And thank you for joining us. We have fun together, guys. Um, Thank you for joining us today. At whatever point of the day you're in, we um, have been talking the past couple of weeks about, um, well, the show is about marriage, but about vision, mission, and purpose in a marriage. And we're going to continue in that vein today. So just so you know, marriage is a divine union empowered and blessed by God himself. It's the abandonment of the former and the merging of a new life between a man and a woman in a lifelong covenant. So we talked about vision. Vision is the where. Vision answers the question, where are we going as a married couple, a family, or even a ministry? And then mission talks about the how. Mission points to how um, how this is going to be played out. Um, the mission requires a couple to understand how to implement what God has called them to do. So in order to know, in order to know where you're going or how you're going to do it, you first got to know where you're going. So that's right. why we start with vision, right? Right. right? So then after that, and after you have your mission, then you go to the why. Purpose is the main emphasis to why did God call us? Why are we joined together? And it's never discovered or developed most of the times is not discovered or developed in couples. And if it's not, then you just spinning your wheels. Am I right? Yeah, I, yeah, and I mean I've seen people who've been happy, you know, just being together and some people just live for that, you know. Um some people live just to have somebody next to them. They just can't stand being alone. Uh so I don't think that it's it's bad uh all bad, you know. But I think if we're talking about uh, living our lives again as believers, living our life on purpose. Right. I think that's the challenge that people have to to pay attention to. Am I living my life on purpose? And if, if that being said, with that being said, at my in my marriage as well, are we living this life on purpose? Mm-hmm. And if we are, then we need to understand. Well, what does that look like? And in what is marriage. that about? Right. Because if not, like you said, then it's it's just spinning our wheels. Being with you, hanging out with you, great. But right. at the end of the day, what does that look like? What does that mean? Because if you die or I die before uh, we've accomplished anything of, of, I'll say, of, of eternal value, then again, it was just us two people hanging out. We, yeah, we in a covenant together. We may not have cheated on each other. We're living this, you know, life. But in the 
in the main scheme of things, what was it really about? Right. And, you know, when you say you set your life to accomplish some things, you know, you get a certain car, you get a certain house, mm -hmm. you do certain things, you're accomplishing, um, tackling something, meeting a goal. Well, that's no different in the kingdom of God. God has designed us to draw and bring people into get to know him mm -hmm. and so in order for us to do that there there are many many ways it can be done and we as individuals and as teams couple teams need to understand what that is and how we accomplish that for for the kingdom before we leave right. this earth right and you know way back when we first started way back <laughs> like maybe the first show we talked about what a team looks like i mean we just kind of because i'm visual visualizing you know you have a team you have a football team you have a baseball team you have a basketball team and they all have god is so good they all have positions yes like, that they all have to play mm -hmm. and if they don't know and each position has a different way they carry it out right Correct. so they all have the same goal that right to win the game yep but the kicker i'm a, I, i'm gonna get some sports people mad at me <laughs> um especially my husband <laughs> you do not know the game why are you talking about why it are you trying to that is why all right. are you doing that but the kicker if the kicker don't do the kicking he the ball can't go over you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Football. Yeah. Even though his role is a kicker. His role. He he got to know his role. He gets out there and he tries to quarterback. Yeah. Right. And he's not the quarterback. He's not yeah. the quarterback. Right. He messes up the, the whole vision of the team or the whole scheme. Right. Although he may have a – and here's the thing. We go back to understanding purpose and passion. He may have a passion for to be the quarterback, but that's not his role. That's not his role. Right. His role is to be on the team, to be the kicker and play the kicker, and, and so he should perfect that. And I think the same thing in most marriages, on being on a team, it, it you, you take, for instance, some women feel like I can lead better than my husband. That ain't your role. But that was team. not what you right. were created to do. Right. And so, but you were created to advise mm -hmm. him in his role. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and, if we, and so in that, he has to be willing to accept the advice or at least listen to it to, e to bring that into. Listen. Uh, listen, this is all <laughs> part of, of a marriage, uh, I believe. Yeah. But that's all part of communication. Communication right. requires both listening and, you know, and speaking. And, yes. But it's still knowing when to right. do both. Right. And, and one good example is, you know, in a marriage, you may identify someone's strength in the f um, managing the finances. Right. And so there's a role that either person can do, right. but if I have a strength in that area, mm -hmm. then I can advise and say, honey, let me take the bills. Yeah. Let me go ahead and pay them. And so it's all in that being, knowing each other yeah. and, and getting, knowing that no one's trying to be, um, superior to the other right but yet that'll get our team to that next exactly. goal line because what if i'm paying bills and he paying bills and we ain't talking about it correct and we, then we don't gave too much we done to gave Duke too energy. much money and nobody got time for that right right <laughs> then you got a credit all so, right so yeah so in in 
that kind of leads us to the different roles. Um, we're going to get to that in a second. But here in this workbook, work-study book that they have, the husband is called the vision keeper, and the wife is the vision administrator. Yes. I like those titles. <laughs> I do, too. But here you have, um, talking about over in Genesis, since Adam was created sometime before Eve, it is safe for us to naturally believe that he was given the details of the vision first. So God gave him the vision first. So his job was, when Eve came, is to give her the vision. Convey it. Keep convey it. Convey it. Yep. And then convey it. Um, Adam was responsible to share it with Eve to make sure she also knew it. Before the creation of Eve, God places Adam amid his new environment and shows him all the trees. We all know that story. If you don't, it's over in Genesis, the second chapter. He told him the trees that he could eat from, all except one. And that information should have been given to Eve. True, which it probably was. Which it probably was. So that was his job. Was his As job. the vision keeper. As right. the vision keeper. Right. So let's talk about this husband as the vision keeper. <laughs> what makes that that story about Adam and Eve? What? How? How can we draw parallels to that in marriage? Uh, I think I, I believe. Okay, if we if we go back to understanding understand, if we go back to understand what God is is really about in uh, as far as a God of order, he he his whole thing is to to keep order. And he always looks for someone to carry out the vision of the kingdom that he's he's trying to again install in the earth. There's something he's trying to accomplish, and so in that he he always has to have a leader that he puts in place, and that leader's main responsibility is the vision. He's responsible for the vision that God imparts. And so when we go back to Adam, Adam becomes the first vision keeper to that level of understanding that here's I'm creating man. I'm putting you in the midst of a garden. Here are here is I should say here's the assignment that is required of you as such. You know, like he said, stay away from the tree uh, make because, again, here's the responsibilities that I'm, I'm putting on you. I need you to subdue. I need you to multiply. I need you to really take dominion. Um, and so in that, it becomes Adam's responsibility as the vision keeper. He's given this to Adam for Adam to make sure he can keep it and walk in that. When he brings about Eve, meaning God says, okay, I'm going to bring woman now. She's going to help you in, in doing these things. Mm -hmm. And so he, he places her there. It's Adam's job to tell her. Now, the problem that happened in the garden, the reason why most of these things shifted is because Adam failed to lead. He really took the uh, followers, lead, uh, followers position when Eve is found speaking to the serpent. Where Adam should have stepped in as the leader was to cut that off mm -hmm. and say, no, that's not what God said yeah. to us and, 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 and shut up. Because remember, he has authority. And so as Adam has authority to, to cut off the serpent, he doesn't use his authority as the leader. Right. 
they switch roles and so now eve steps into the role of leader adam steps into the role of helper and now she's leading that's why she gives the fruit to him because he became submissive to her well he misunderstood his role right or he stepped out of his role right and doing that now we have chaos and i think the same thing in today's uh, uh marriages when men don't step up and step into their place as leader again understanding leading is not lording, lording. Right. Leading is not lording over your wife. Leading is not dominating her. Leading is not trying to make her do what you say. Leading is that it requires her to be trusting the God in you so much she is willing to submit to you, right? Because she sees what God is doing in you. Right. And, you know, when we say the woman is a vision administrator, um, sometimes women think when they submit, they're a lesser role, but they have to really understand as an administrator, that is a critical right, role. Right. We talked about, and Pastor Ralph even mentioned it, the woman was like a helper, is a helper to the husband. Mm -hmm. And so they we equate that to the Holy Spirit. And when we talk about the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament, um, it emphasizes God as the helper. It shows that it is not a word of insignificance, but of exception. It's exceptional. Mm -hmm. And we even talk about in the New Testament, um, the same Hebrew word translated in Greek is the same term Jesus used for the Holy Spirit. And, you know, we see the Holy Spirit now as our counselor, our advocate. And if we equate as a wife, I equate that role the same then I need to be counseling my husband when I know that there's a vision God has given him to play out. I'm, I'm along the way counseling him and saying, well, honey, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? That's how the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. Right. And so he helps us along like the way. way. He doesn't expose that. us. Have you thought about? Yeah. He does well, not you, you like, know. why are you doing it like that? Correct. Right. You need to, I, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> it's not about If it was I. left up to me. Right. You know. Right. right. Well, you got to understand even in that, it's, it's us understanding how to talk to you. That's what I'm saying. Even being a leader, I still have to understand how to lead. Leading does not require me to make my wife do anything I tell her to do. Right. She has to be willing. And if she's not willing, it's not my job to, get to make her do it. That's between her and the Holy Spirit who will convict her that this is your role. But it's not even the role of her to, to submit unless... The, 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 the beautiful thing about submitting is the fact that you willingly lay down your rights to be right. You, you lay down your rights to, to really take control. And I'm saying that I trust what you are doing. I trust where you are leading me. I trust that God is showing you how to, to step or, or at least to guide our lives. And so I'm willing to submit to you because you're submitting to God. Right. And right. we go back to the beginning. I think one of the things we said, when a person or couples are talking about marriage or thinking about marriage, that's the thing that has to be considered. Am I willing to trust this man with my life? Am I willing to, to rely on him to lead me into places of bliss, into places of purpose, 
and so in that, because most people don't ask these questions, they just looking at, I like the muscles. Mm-hmm. I like he look good. His right. hair's there. He smell good. He smell yeah. good. He look good. Girl, yeah, he, he my man is job. fine. He got. He might have a yeah. job. Some of them don't even <laughs> have jobs this day and age. Yeah. But you fall in love with all the physical attributes. Right. But many times you're not looking at the spiritual, the spiritual uh, reality that he's failing. And if right. you're not looking at the spiritual reality that this man has no connection to God, and where can he lead you? Because you've got to remember the scripture talks about destiny, and he says the destiny of the wicked is uh, eternal judgment, right? It's destruction, in other words. It says the, 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 the destiny of the unrighteous or the wicked is destruction or damnation. And so if this person is not following God, then the only other place he's going to wind up is destruction. And I'm saying if you attach your wagon to that person, where do you think he's he's taking you? So what if you have attached yourself to that person? Pray. Pray. (laughs) (laughs) Seek the Lord's face. Beg for, uh, you know, his salvation. Because again, you you know what? And and that's funny you say that because Mm -hmm. another part of what we say, if if the woman is the Holy Spirit, um, the Holy Spirit intercedes on behalf of the children of God. Mm. He serves as one who goes to bat for the believer when they misstep or when they just can't find the words to say in prayer. So our job, so our job is an intercessor. Mm. And so, you know, uh, come on. there are the people who accidentally, or not accidentally, no. but they make a choice, make a choice. to connect their wagon right. to somebody <laughs> who's just driving like they don't know where they're going. In- intercede. And God, God is faithful to answer and yeah. give guidance and pray that, that he gives the guidance to the head and it trickles down. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. I never really looked at it that way as the Holy Spirit, you know. As the- well, you look at the, the scriptures, how it identifies the Holy Spirit. It says there's different translations of says he's a comforter. Right. He's a counselor. counselor. He's an advocate, yeah. you know, and he's the helper. Uh, and so in those four categories, when you if you if you look at a woman in that term as, of, of Azer, then many times if a man is hurting, who does he run to? He looks at his wife. She usually comforts him yeah. right. when he's broken, when he's hurt, when he's, you know, uh, tired. She comforts him. That's why most men look for a woman to be in his life because she brings that that comfort Mm, Uh, and then if again when you listen to her she's an awesome counselor Uh, I always admire the role of of not Adam but uh, uh, Sarah and Abraham although I mean so much so that when Abraham goes to these different countries he recognizes the value in Sarah is is so prominent in her beauty and in her advice whatever else he sees he knows that other I people are going to see this <laughs> yeah. too yeah. and i'm they gonna kill me over mm-hmm. this woman i mean that's a bad woman yeah well you worried about your life like man somebody gonna kill me over right. this chick we all, <laughs> yeah people always talk about the proverbs 31 woman but sarah was yeah, bad sarah, sarah, was, sarah was bad now at one point and 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 in her defense she gave him bad advice on hagar yeah. but the advice was not the fact that it was bad advice 
it was just that she didn't see See herself in in the right she didn't see her value right and she didn't see herself playing the role in accomplishing the vision that correct said she she she's gonna help it along old i can't right So I'm help well, she was barren. I'm going to help it along. Uh, right. Let's do it this way. I mean, in that particular era, great advice. But God comes back to Abraham and pretty and much says, says uh-uh, right. Sarah is the wife. That's your wife. Hagar ain't your wife. Right. Correct. Sarah right. is your wife. I don't do things She's out of order. part of this. Correct. Uh, yeah. Correct. That was out of order. Yes. It was out of order. But that was the order of the time. Yeah, and right. so when you couldn't have a baby, you dumped it on to, hey, take my handmaid. Yeah. She can yeah. have one. And we saw the problems with that. Right. Or God wanted. No, it right. wasn't. Because it was supposed to be Abraham and Sarah. It's going to be about you and your wife. This is the team. Hagar's not the team. Mm. Correct. Hey, I was the side chick, but it's a whole nother. That's, that's, <laughs> it's a whole nother show. Not even building an effective marriage right, team. Right. This is what has happened when you're, you're, you've you have been a team plus one. <laughs> right. And being ineffective. That's good. That's yeah. a really good way to look at that. Um, well, I think it becomes important. Sorry. No, go right. Well, I think it's important, again, if a woman don't value her role yeah. and understand her role, she helps, she makes bad decisions along the line. Right, right. And I think, and again, in Sarah's defense, she didn't see the value because she's looking at things from a physical perspective right. of, I can't contribute. Yeah. And, and she never really looked at it from the spiritual aspect of, no, God is wanting you to contribute, but he's got to do it in his timing, mm-hmm. his season, because you are the team. And, and that's the whole point, um, understanding that uh, being the team, God is going to do something through you all. He's not bringing in a third party to accomplish anything. Right. And you know what? That's why we we really set this workbook up in a way in which we are also having, um, uh, we're giving the opportunity for those who are single or engaged before they get married to understand their value. Mm-hmm. You have to value yourself as an individual first before you attach to somebody else and become one Mm -hmm. because boy look at what if if he understands his value i understand mine when you put those two together it blossoms into exactly what god designed it to be Mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah um also just what advice would you give what do you say to the woman to the wife you know, that's a strong woman that, that, you know, she could see herself kind of stepping out of order, but um, trying to help doing a, doing a Sarah. <laughs> right. That, that's just it, doing a Sarah. Like, right. I'm trying to help you. What do you say about, what do you say for that woman? I mean, not that she's trying to push her husband aside, but it's like, really, you know, he's not being the leader. So she finds yeah. herself being the leader and the, she finds herself being the vision keeper and, and the administrator, the administ- vision administrator. <laughs> yeah. Again, I mean, it's just the knowing the order, knowing um, you, you can't keep and be the administrator because then you done left. You have no team because yeah. you're doing it all. By yourself. You know, you're you're the only one on the court running back and forth and making all the baskets. It doesn't work that way. And it it will fail. I mean, and you try to 
stop it before it fails. But, um, you know, unfortunately, sometimes when somebody's lacking, you think that you need, yeah, (laughs) you need to step in in and do both parts. And that is not the design. Yeah, I I think even uh, I believe that also a woman sometimes has to, again, uh, step back and remind her husband of his role. I, I think... Uh, sometimes I think depending of course of the husband and sometimes when we uh, feel that well he's not going to hear me he's not going to listen to me and we'll get into an argument but sometimes that's I feel and this is me sometimes you just have to go there sometimes it just has to turn into that that fight but you're not fighting for the for the fact of fighting more so than I'm fighting to to get you into place correct here's you're supposed to be leading me and if you're not leading me then the question is where are we going? And if she sees that he can't hear, then that's when she has to fall back to, to prayer. And I know a lot of people feel like, well, prayer don't work. Well, prayer does work. There's And I, and I think sometimes there's a difference in, in nagging him versus uh, uh, pushing him. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Right. Nagging is the fact that you keep you keep going over and over the same thing. And, and you know, like you said before, you know, why don't you do it this way? Why You know, you're going off versus saying no honey this is this is a decision you need to make this is something you need to do this is the place you need to this is the role you need to walk in i'm going to follow whatever you say whether it's good or bad because give him the opportunity to fail and sometimes you got to understand like adam many men will fall back and let her take the role because it's easier Right, you know, right. it's kind of easier versus getting into the conflict, but that's when you see chaos in yeah. that marriage or a disruption right. that uh, that happens and I th- because I he think, steps out of place. I think the importance is letting you know, making sure there's an understanding. We're in this together. Yeah. Right. So when 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 we decide a road we're going down, if it fails, we're both. We're both, family. and we gotta pick it up mm-hmm. and figure out now. Okay, now the left didn't work. Are we going to take the right road or are we going to go straight? (laughs) So, you know, you're still in it together. And I think, you know, I get what you say when you say, you know, sometimes it's an argument. But I think you just wisely, when we wisely choose our words, something can be said where, you know, it's two weeks and I'm like, did he? Did he offend me? You know, I mean, it's just the way in which we will conversate and Fight well, you got to remember confrontation and conflict are two different uh, things. Yeah, to confront yeah. an issue versus conflict, meaning I, I, I'm, I'm going to fight you in a negative manner. <laughs> right. Confronting is totally different because confronting is Clarity. no, we right, yes. we need to put this on Getting, the table, we yes. need to talk about this. Mm-hmm. And if that means we got to go at it, you know, what I'm saying not in a physical sense, of right. course, correct, right. but. And, and like you're saying, choosing your words because it's not about I'm arguing for the fact of conflict uh, to cause conflict in my home. I'm confronting issues that need to be confronted. You need to step into place, right? And <clears throat> she's and I think that's the understanding that has to take place. Uh, there's there's a thing I in, in counseling we talk about boundaries. And, and sometimes we have to understand, okay, I'm not going to cross this boundary because that's your role. And I understand what that boundary is. So as your wife, I'm not going to cross into the role of leading Correct. because that's not my boundary. That's not my role. That's your role. Mm-hmm. And as the role of leader, you have to hear for God for us. 
I'm praying right. to God for us. You need to hear from God for us. Mm. And that means you need to get on your face, talk to God to see what direction we're supposed to go in mm-hmm. as a team. Right. 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 Yeah, this has all been good stuff today. I hope you guys have been following because these are some really good nuggets that um, we need to continue to build this this team that we call marriage. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we just want to thank you guys so much for being with us. And we want to hear from you. If you would, please email us. Or actually, if you go to our website, you can email us from there, but it's buildinganeffectivemarriageteam.com. And we'd like to hear from you if you go to the contact us. If we want to hear questions, we want to hear how you think we're doing. And we still have two books that we are going to give away. So if you email us, you could be in line for a book. Yes. And um, we have a lot coming up. We have, uh, we, we'd like for you to like us on Facebook. We're going to have some holiday parties coming up. We're going to have more day and date camps coming up. And so we just want you to stay tuned. And thank you for listening to Building an Effective Marriage Team. Thank you for listening to Building an Effective Marriage Team program. To contact us by email, you can reach us at www.buildinganeffectivemarriageteam.com. Again, that's www.buildinganeffectivemarriageteam.com. To call us, you can reach us at 513-561-5120. Again, that's 513-561-5120. Also, Pastor Lenore Goffrey would like to invite ladies to an awesome women's retreat that she will host in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. The days will be September 18th through September the 21st. Call us at 513-561-5120. Again, that's 513-561-5120.